Hey, hi, hello there. Welcome to episode 11 of the GVG cast, the end of week show where we kick back, put our feet up, chat about what we've, been, what we've been playing, a few of the week's biggest news stories, and of course, answer questions suggested by our wonderful patrons. I'm your host for today, Ash Paulson, and I'm joined as always by my good friends and GVG co-founders, Steve Bowling, Derek Bittner. How you guys doing? Doing all right. Yeah, <laughs> nice. it's, been, it's been a good week. Been a busy no, I mean... week, but a good one. Yeah, I, I've been dealing with a flu. I'm going to go, I'm going to get, it has to be the flu because it's just been congestion and coughing and it's been, ugh. one of those, oh. it's one of those colds where it just lingers way too long and I'm just trying to continue on as much as I can with what I want to get done while also <laughs> dealing with hacking into the middle of the night. <laughs> Jeez, man, I'm so sorry to hear that. I, uh, as y'all know, I was not here for last week's GVG cast because Me I went neither. to PAX East. And uh, I'm now back, and I am counting my lucky stars. I somehow am not sick uh, so far with COVID or anything else. I am incredibly lucky because I am, I, I am yeah. shocked by that. I'll be honest. Dude, yeah, me too. You're, I mean, I was around people who did test positive when they get home, and I can tell you both right now, I was double masked for as much as I could be, but I did find myself in a couple of high risk situations. You know, I, I was there with the Wire Productions crew. Uh, they paid for my hotel and I helped them set up and tear down their booth. And, you know, we went out to a pub on Friday night and I kept my masks on as much as I could, but it was a crowded pub. And then, you know, I went out with Ant Dude and Fushi and Gilly the Kid on Saturday night, went to a PAX party. Amazingly, I am COVID negative and I've been testing every day. I'm crossing my fingers that stays true. I don't no know how that. How. Dude, I would, I would keep it going for another three days because it's just yeah. people around you. No, I totally am. But I have, I got to say, like, if I get through the rest of this staying negative, I'm going to start suspecting that maybe I've got some kind of natural immunity. I'm not going to act like it. I'm not going to start taking risks. Uh-huh. But I just can't believe it. And I was around people who got it. So I don't know. I'm very lucky. Derek, I'm so sorry that you're not feeling well, man. Uh, eh. But before we get too far into the show, uh, I do want to shout out our sponsor. And our sponsor for today's episode is... As always, of course, The Game Orb. And The Game Orb is a YouTube channel that brings commentary and gameplay footage for the Nintendo Switch and Xbox Series X gaming systems. While games like Splatoon 2, Sonic Colors Ultimate, and Super Mario 64 can be seen on the channel, along with others, The Game Orb will also now be adding Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu to the gaming collection. So be sure to subscribe to The Game Orb at the link in the description. Uh, Also, I'm going to paste it right here in our YouTube chat, as always. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, I actually was lucky enough, uh, privileged enough to meet our sponsor, uh, the Game Orb, oh, yeah. at PAX East. And that was really nice, along with a bunch of other fans. But we'll get into that a little later. Uh, I am posting that in the channel right now, or in the chat right now. So please, everyone, uh, do go show our good friend Eddie some love. Check out their content. Subscribe to the channel. Uh, they have been supporting us from the very beginning at our top Patreon tier. And uh, mm-hmm. that, that that we can't tell you how much that means to us. So please show them some love. With that said, uh, Steve, how you doing, man? I know Derek said he's not feeling too well. How's your week been? Uh, I've been good. I've been good. Uh, this week has been fun. Uh, if you've been watching the channel, you know I published my first feature. And yes. I was very excited to do that. Uh, I've been wanting to get on camera for a long time, but it is like a... It's that same thing that you go through whenever you do anything new on YouTube where you can't look at it. <laughs> I oh, can't. No. Oh, yeah. I, I have trouble watching my um, HelloFresh ads. <laughs> like, oh, God, get it off screen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's really, it, it, it is, it, it's definitely a different, uh, 
different feeling to to edit a video that you see yourself in like you see your actual physical appearance i had to when i started doing youtube i had to get used to editing my audio and hearing my voice and it took me months to get comfortable with that and uh-huh. now i'm you know it took me a while also once we started doing this to to get used to being live on camera for for a while to get more comfortable with that. And then this is like a whole other layer of that where you peel this back and you're like, Oh God, I'm so exposed right. and I hate it. <laughs> so, yeah. and then, and then yeah. putting myself in my own thumbnail, which I was just like, Oh man, I have to like, <laughs> that's going to be the weird part when I get there. I, I still am looking forward to finding the time I need to do my own first feature, but yeah, putting myself in a thumb, I've never done that before. It's hard. It's gonna be super <laughs> weird, I, I only man. did it for the recollection series and mm. It's Uh difficult. Yeah, like you see yourself and you have to examine yourself, which is the worst part. Because like I was in Photoshop. So for those of you that don't know or aren't aware, I don't have a green screen back here. So to do that thumbnail, I took a picture right here where I record GVG cast. And I had to use like the magnifying tool and like zoom in on my... Uh, to, uh-huh. to to uh, cut myself out of that picture. And I was like, God, I can see every tiny... Why do I have such a good camera? I hate my face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, it, it was face, definitely fun. Well, thank you. Some people yeah. agree. But um, it was definitely a fun experience. Like, I got to bust out a lot of the equipment I bought during the GX days that I never used because that just wasn't what we did over there. Um and I got to use it and I was very happy about that. So finally put like my lights and my microphones and all my technological garbage that I've bought over the years to use to talk nice. about 21 year old video games. I love <laughs> Which it. I've seen a lot of people say like, okay, there's a lot on the here. I just need to buy or experience or play. You, you, we, I, we had yeah. a little bit of collab, but you put it all together and definitely got. Yeah, that was absolutely a team effort. So I don't right. want you guys to think I'm some kind of Game Boy savant that knows like every <laughs> great game nobody's played. Uh, we definitely batted the list around in our Discord. I was just like the the conduit for everyone's knowledge in well, that video. You were the one that like uh, we were talking about um, discussion topics, and I floated that idea around and you you just got inspiration it seemed, it seemed like yeah i was like, like that would be lit all, lit yeah up. that would be like a better mm-hmm. feature like we could just <laughs> dig deep into game boy and i'm glad we did because i think it turned out okay but it yeah. definitely has first video energy as i like to call it like i definitely sure. watch it and i'm like ah like i'm like that gif of that I... football coach who's like taking his headphones off <laughs> it's not quite a feature but i will have a video going up uh probably next week uh of just me talking about the rest of the indie oh, games right. i checked out at pax east other than shredder's revenge which man that preview is doing quite well on our channel yeah. i'm very happy about that uh for those of you who haven't seen it i do have a preview uh up on uh, the channel of tmnt shredder's revenge i got to play a ton of it at pax east and it is everything uh, you're hoping it is and more. i'm so man, jealous it's so good <laughs> that is the big thing i'm jealous about yeah oh it's so good well and also the you know just as exciting if not more so uh, I got to meet so many of our fans in the community. So many of our fans turned out for the fan meetup I hosted on Saturday, and I could not have been more humbled. I got to meet so I, many people, like the Game Warp, our sponsor, Becca, Arcwing, Snoopy. Like, I got to meet so oh my God. many of what a What a difference almost a year makes, too. It really, Because uh, yeah. for Ash and I had a fan meetup at PAX West last year. Right. And as happy as we were for the turnout, it was very small. It was like three or four people. It was right. also very much in the like true outskirts of the pandemic. So I don't think people are yeah. a bit more 
cautious then. No, absolutely. Definitely. I agree with that. And I, I'll be the first to admit, I saw the picture, and f at first, it warmed my heart. I was like, oh my god, there's so many people. And then at, at second, I was like, I don't see a whole lot of masks. And I would be terrified. I was like, I'll just admit <laughs> it. I would have been like, everybody doused me in hand sanitizer. <laughs> I need a shower. It was, it was definitely something where, like I said, I was double masked pretty much the whole show. And I got to hand it to PAX. They did a good job enforcing the mask mandates, at least among attendees. Among exhibitors, not as much, which kind of bugged me. But in general, they did a great job enforcing What's... mask and vaccine mandates. Let and me... yeah. Let me Go ask ahead. you this, because when we went to PAX West, it was like mm -hmm. retro PAX from like 2007. Right. Was, was PAX East a little bit more conventional of a convention, I guess you could say? Like, did it did it feel like a more modern show or was it still kind of like sparse and not a lot of folks there compared no, it definitely felt closer to a regular pax than pax west last year did it still wasn't quite uh you know it still wasn't quite uh, up to up to the regular snuff of a regular pax and it probably won't be for a little while yet but it felt much closer to the regular thing than pax west last year did it, it felt it felt like coming home a little bit more than pax west last year did and you know, I knew the risks going in and I accepted them uh, just because I've been craving to get back out on the road and do the whole convention circuit. That's kind of always been my thing. I've worked so many conventions, covered so many conv conventions. I wanted to get back out there see my friends in the industry, see fans, make new friends. Uh, and it was great. And I've gotten lucky, as I said, no COVID so far. And uh, yeah, it was definitely closer to a regular PAX. Nice. And hopefully we'll see that continue uh assuming there's not some horrible outbreak of a new even deadlier variant um but i'm hoping that you know by this time next year maybe the big three will be back uh you know nintendo playstation xbox and we'll have more of a reason to cover the show as a team but there is no reason for anyone other than me to go this year and uh, i had a, i had a wedding to go to anyway <laughs> yeah and plus you know you guys have kids and you know it's different for me i, I don't have kids i you know i'm not quite as much of a risk factor so mm -hmm. it's different and uh, I, you know, totally get that. But you were missed. God, the fan turnout was so amazing. And then I, I Beckham... would say we've oh, we've had multiple fan meetups over the years. That is the most people I've ever seen. Dude, I yeah. was saying the same thing. Like <clears throat> for all the Game Explained <clears throat> fan meetups we had, this was by far the biggest turnout of all the meetups we've ever done. And as Becca mentioned, I wasn't going to say this because I'm not trying to, to toot my own horn or anything, but I was incredibly humbled. I got to do three panels. Uh, one of it, one of which was IGN's Nintendo Voice Chat, and after that panel, you know, I've had a few people stick around to want to talk to me before, but I had a line of people waiting to talk to me. And I was like, you guys, why are you waiting an hour to talk to little old me? Like, <laughs> I'm just me. And I was I didn't get out of there for like an hour. So for everyone who, you know, made me feel like something of a star that day. Thank you so much because I'm not a star, but I really appreciate that. You're you a star in like our that. hearts, man. Ex well, Absolutely. thank you. Thank you very <laughs> Exactly. So, um, no. You're a star, man. Eh, there, I guess so. <laughs> uh, PAX East was great. Uh, I do have a couple of quick stories, though. So I don't know what it is about Boston and Lyfts or Ubers or whatever. I take Lyfts pretty often here in L.A. They're always fine. But I had two of the worst lift experiences of my life in Boston. Mm. And the the first one isn't that bad. It was just really annoying. It was after a long day of tear down, tearing down the wired booth. We just wanted to get back to our hotels. And so the guy picks us up. He's like, oh, what are you here for? I'm like, oh, video game trade show for called PAX East. He's like, oh, you work in video games? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we do. And he's like, oh, I play tons of video games. I know a ton about it. You want to know what's going to happen to GTA 6? And I'm like sure lay it on me man lay it on me he's like well 
you know, I really believe in crypto. I'm, I'm a crypto guy. Oh, God. And, I knew it. Did you just, just open the door and tuck and roll ahead, out of the cab? Yeah. Go ahead and finish your story. But I got a very similar one directly okay. after this. So go for so, it. So he's like, I, you know, I'm in NFTs. Are you guys in NFTs? No, man, it's not our thing. You know, and the game industry is really kind of, uh, at least in terms of, you know, players are, are very aligned against it. And you tried to sell me on NFTs. And I'm like, nah, it's not going to happen. So he's like, well, here's what's going to happen with GTA 6. It's not going to come out for any physical consoles, man. It's going to be, it's going to come out only in the metaverse and everything's going to be done via, you know, via NFT type transactions. And yeah, I'm like, for sure, man. I'm like, you know what, <laughs> right? I was like, you know what, man, I'm not going to argue with some guy in a lift. I'm like, you oh, know yeah. what? You're, you're never going to convince him because yeah. that's, that's exactly what happened with me. I, I you know, th thank you for okay. all the compliments on the haircut. But yeah, I was talking to the guy giving me the haircut and he's at, he eventually went to you know what i do so i say oh i work on youtube and handle you know talk about video games and all that same thing man <clears throat> oh man i've been yep. talking about that oh, crypto. No. and i'm just like oh god what is what is it about video I'm, I'm not games say anything bad this guy guy literally has a blade to my head so i'm not gonna <laughs> insult the man or anything uh. but it's also it's just like sure sure yeah i just i oh i checked out so hard <laughs> Yeah, it was it was just I was one of those things I where I was like I cannot wait to get out of the car. <laughs> oh man, I, I might have done the same thing, maybe possibly. I still tipped him, but I might have tipped a little less than I normally. Oh would. yeah, I didn't... Uh, but you should just send him one... a screenshot of your receipt and be like, "You can mint this." Right, <laughs> very true. Now the other one though, I did not tip. So get this: uh, the the after I hung out with Aunt Fushi and Gilly on Saturday night, I took a lift back to my hotel. Should be about a fifteen minute drive. Should be no big deal. This guy cannot find the hotel for the life of him. He doesn't know how to follow directions on his phone for some reason. Keeps missing the turnoffs on the freeway. And I keep trying to tell him, I'm like, man, you missed it. And he just keeps going. And suddenly, he just pulls over on the side of the freeway. He's like, okay, we're here. And I'm like, no, we're. this is the side of the fucking freeway, man. No, we're not. And he's like, no, this is where the coordinates are. I don't know how to get to the hotel. You can walk from here. And I'm like, no, I'm what? not getting out of your car on the side of the freeway. Take me to the destination. And I would never normally talk to a Lyft driver like that, ever. But I'm just like, he was trying to basically push me out of the car on the, on the side of the freeway at four in the morning, might I add. And I'm like, no. And he's like, okay, well then give me cash because I've gone as far as I'm gonna. And I'm like, first of all, that's against the terms of service for Lyft. I'm not gonna give you cash. I don't even have any cash. And second of all, you have to take me to my destination. You cannot leave me here on the side of the freeway and he's like oh well this is just a real problem for me and you know i'm driving more than i should you know if if uh, i was my brother and we were running his taxi service i wouldn't have to do this and i'm like i've missed the brother. part where I, yeah i'm like i missed the part where any of this is my problem i just want to go to my hotel that's all i want and so he kept missing turnoffs he, he eventually did start driving did uh pull over again to try to get me to get out again and i said no uh, eventually, I was able to guide him to the hotel, but he just could not drive for the life of him. And I'm like, what the, what happened there? It was such a weird experience and one that I never cared to repeat. But yes, those are my Lyft horror stories from PAX East. And, I love it. And uh, what oh. a wild thing to have gone through. Um, really awful. quick, I just happened to see Brandon's uh, question in the YouTube chat here saying, hey, Ash, wondering if you're going to Dream State Harbor. In fact, I am. My wife and I will be there at Dream State Harbor. So maybe we can say hi there. That would be a lot of fun. For those of you who don't know, uh, Dream State is a trance event. I was about to say, what? Oh, okay. It's is a it rave. like a Kirby it's like a trance thing? rave. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, uh, oh, the Kirby thing. Well, speaking of Kirby, it is Kirby's 30th anniversary. Well, it was three days ago. So happy 30th birthday to the best Nintendo character, objectively, man. Uh, I love it. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, also, speaking of birthdays, it is our community member Darksteel zero one's birthday. Happy oh, hey, happy birthday! birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy freaking birthday, Darksteel! We hope you're having a great birthday. We really appreciate you spending some of it with us, and uh, have a great weekend, man. We really appreciate you. Indeed, absolutely. Yes, uh, Cassie is three thirty five in our live audience chat. I did report the second guy, and Lyft has. I'm still fighting for a refund. Lyft is trying not to give me any sort of refund, and I'm like. My life was actually like not directly, yeah. and he didn't throw me in front of a car, but he tried to get me out of the car on the side of the freeway. And I'm like, that was dangerous. Give me a refund. I never asked for refunds, and they're denying me. So I think I'm just gonna uh, deny the charge on my credit card. You know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But uh, yeah, what a weird experience. We do have some yeah. super chats before we get into everything else. Um, as as always, I'll be reading super chats throughout the show. So don't worry if yours doesn't get read out yet. It will be later. First. We have Jaden Buck with the usual Crazy Question Fridays with $5. Thank you, Jaden. Crazy Question Fridays, crazy question number 36. If you found out that you have one extra life, how would you spend your current life? I need parameters. I don't know. <laughs> like, if you die of yeah. old age, do you start, like, what's the checkpoint you start back at? Because that's, that's a good point. critically yeah, important good... for this. Like, do I start back good... as an old man? Like, if I die of old age, do I just wake up moments from death and die again? Do I need to die like right now? <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I'm not sure. I I would feel less guilty about not pursuing music more in college because I've always wanted to do something with music. Either like I kind of I kind of oh nurture dreams of kind of being an amateur DJ DJ, I, DJ who does like chip tune and stuff. I um, could do that. I would love to do that, and I would feel <laughs> if I knew I had another life to do that. I think I'd feel less guilty about not having done it thus far. I, in this I game. have to call this out, though. Manita says, I assume it's like New Game Plus, which, if you think about it too deeply, is utterly mortifying. Could you imagine being a baby <laughs> with all the strength and skills you accrued over a oh lifetime? <laughs> like, you would rock it out of your mother's womb, and you'd be like, listen, lady, you need to buy me just... a camera and a microphone stat. I've got things to say. <laughs> <laughs> well what about just being a baby with with the knowledge of having a whole former life that would be alone would, be pretty messed up right like i feel like if that happened you're like listen i know exactly what's going to happen to me people would be like you're insane they wouldn't yeah. believe you till the iphone came out oh they totally <laughs> wouldn't i'd be like listen in 2007 they're like what well, are you, so you're you're assuming you start back where you were first born originally and not just a well, right well the new game plus new principle would be you start back at the beginning of the story with all your... I guess that is true. So you'd have to come out... You would know everything that... Honestly, like the set... If I got a new game plus, that would be amazing. Are you kidding me? I'd be rich. Right. Like I would start <laughs> oh, Amazon man. and Tesla well, and Twitter. That, or just invest in them. You know, that's what True. Yeah. That's what I would do. I'd stay, I'd stay behind the scenes and I would just heavily invest into all these things that I knew would make a lot of money. So it's funny. I had been thinking about this as though you don't relive the same period of time. You just live a life after your your first life, so that you'd be, you know, starting in the in the mid to late two thousand or two thousands, I guess. So like twenty sixty, twenty seventy. That's how I read it. But I don't want to yeah. think I'm that close to dying. I know I am, but yeah, God. I didn't. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's, that's heavy. True. Yeah, it is heavy. Oh well, okay. Then let's move on from that. Thank you for the question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's let's stop thinking about how uh, about how mortal we are and how old we are, and go to scare the dragon. Thank you with two dollars. 
uh, asking, what's your favorite matchup question? And I assume you mean uh, Sonic and Mega Man 531's matchup questions, and I I can't remember them all. Um, There's so many. There are so many. I I couldn't possibly Sonic versus Mega you. Man. That's the one I remember. That's, I'm going with yeah, that one. Sonic versus Mega Man. I'm sorry, I can't. Uh, there are some that are on the tip of my like mind that I can't quite remember that I enjoyed discussing, but yeah, I'm sorry, I can't remember yeah. the various ones. So thank you, Scare. Uh, Manita with $5, thank you, uh, saying, hey, GBG crew, relatively new fan here. Just want to say I love what you all do, and this is a wonderful community you've got. Well, thank you, oh, thank you. Manita, and you are part of that wonderful community. You help yeah. make it wonderful. So thank exactly. you. And uh, we're happy to have you here. Thank you for the kind words. Uh, next up, and I know you're going to love this name, Steve, the chicken, home gym. <laughs> I want to know what that means. <laughs> Me too. I really want to know the, uh, the the basis for that name. Uh, two Canadian dollars, and they say GBG is greater than GX. And thank you for the kind words, but we want to make it clear. We're not trying to be better than GX. We're not trying to compete with them. They're doing their own thing. We're doing our own thing. We can both coexist. But yeah, we're not trying to show yeah. up GX or beat no. them. We're just doing I mean, our own thing, man. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 like saying um uh oh god, like Nitrorad uh, better than Antude. No. Nitrorad is exactly. Antude because yeah. they're the same. <laughs> yeah. And speaking I, I joke. Speaking of GX though, I do want to give quick shout outs to Triss because I got to meet up with Triss at PAX oh, East nice. and we had a lovely conversation. Just got caught up and uh hadn't talked in a long time so uh just was really nice to be able to talk to tris and uh we love you tris just so you know um all right next up is uh fifty dollars from aramis baramis oh my god you are always thank you so generous every Seriously. week thank you so much aramis and you say jumping in late but happy gbg cast day after all the news about sickness this past week really hope everyone is doing okay and is feeling well or will feel well soon Showing support as always. Keep it up. Well, Aramis, seriously, thank you. You are so generous, and all of you are so generous. And I think we'll cut off super chats uh, right now. Or, Hold uh, on, can, at, can at we read right one now. more? Oh, sure. All, all right, just just because it's been a while, and uh, this one comes from Adam O'Sullivan, who hasn't caught the show live in quite some time, with a four pound forty nine pence super chat. Just says, "Good evening. Been a good few months since I've been able to make one of these live, but glad to be here." And I just wanted to like call that out because i haven't seen adam in the chat for yeah. a while so yeah and, uh, really uh, happy adam you're recently, here uh adam recently joined the fight of founder tier in our patreon which we really appreciate and by the way if you want to find out more about that uh fight of founder is a tier where you can book a private session to play whatever game you want with us and to find out more about that head on over to patreon.com slash gaming and we offer a bunch of other tiers uh but yeah so go check us out that's there right adam and i are going to be fighting it out in tekken 7 this weekend Ooh. right which I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing who the champion is. It would not be me. It, would, it, it probably it won't me. be me either. But, uh -huh. <laughs> um, and, and I did want to, while we're on the subject of that, just because I told Aramis Baramis, who so generously uh, donated a moment ago, that I would talk about this. Uh, I had a fight of founder with him, and we played Twinkle Star Sprites, which is a Turbo Graphics so cool. or a Neo Geo game that I completely overlooked back in the day. And it is no that was a thing. amazingly fun. Like, I nice. cannot tell you how good this game is. It is a mix of a shmup, a puzzle game, and a fighting game. And that's so I, cool. Like, that's it. It's the most unique game I've ever played. I, I just saw a trailer for... Um, oh, I don't know if I could find it. Uh, I saw a trailer today for a new Metroidvania that combines... 
elements. Uh, let me find it here. I think it's called the Witch Knight or the Night Witch. And um, it's coming. I, I, all I know is it's coming to. There we go. The Night Witch. It's coming to PS5 and PS4. I know for sure. I don't know about Switch yet, but um, it is a Metroidvania that combines deck building and shmups. What? Interesting. Okay. It is. And it's a Metroidvania. It's like, these are three things I do not see going together, but somehow it looks cool. Great art style and whatnot. So let me, let me link the trailer for people who, if they're, if they're curious about it, because it is, it is wild. Uh, I just, I, uh, a friend of mine retweeted it. So like, oh, wow, that looks awesome. Well, so. speaking of, uh, Speaking of really cool genre mashups, I did mention this briefly, I think, before, but our awesome community member, Spicy Panda Otter, introduced me to a really cool game on Switch called Toho Spell Bubble, which is basically a cross between a rhythm game and puzzle bobble. Of all things, it's like a rhythm-based puzzle bobble, and it actually works. And it's got all this Toho music, so it's anime as hell, and that obviously appeals to me. Give me all that J-pop. Uh, but it's really cool. So if that sounds at all interesting to you, puzzle bobble mixed with a rhythm game, Check it out. And it goes on sale fairly frequently. So uh, you can get it for less than the full price if you wait a little they bit. They just announced a new Toho game for Switch as well. Well, not new. But it's a remake. Remake. Yeah, it's a remake. Of that, their Castlevania, well, Classicvania. Um, right. As far as I can tell. I, I thought it might be Metroidvania because it is. Oh, it's so Castlevania. It hurts. But it's, <laughs> I get, I, from what I've heard, it is more Classicvania. Right. Um, Interesting. So. Looks cool. gorgeous. Looks like it looks like symphony of the night so i'm like holy crap hell yeah well as i said we will uh i'll, I'll read out more super chats a little later in the show but uh for now we have a, a couple of big you know a couple of big bigger news stories from the week to discuss uh the main one of which of course uh is what our title is based on yuji naka uh decided to go off on a shockingly public rant against square enix this week on twitter saying that he knew Balan Wonder World was unfinished uh, when it released, but he was removed about a half a year before it came out as the game's director. He was booted out. We don't know why. He filed a lawsuit against him about it. Apparently that lawsuit has been settled since, but he really goes in talking about how Square Enix don't care about their fans, don't care about quality of games. Uh, I mean, it's not the kind of thing you might want to go out and say if you harbor any hopes of ever getting hired. I, I went to bring up Yuji Naka's tweets and my computer just said no. <laughs> so Jeez. I'm not sure where we got caught off. <laughs> uh, we were literally, we, Ash had just introed that we were going to talk about Yuji Naka's tweets. That was the okay. last thing that happened before my computer died. Right. And apparently Yuji Naka is watching because he, he blue screened your computer yeah, before we could get into it. Uh, so, yes, Yuji Naka is in our title, of course, for today's episode, because he started a very public feud, a shockingly public feud, with Square Enix on Twitter today, uh, alleging that uh, he knew that Balan Wonder World was not finished when it came out, and that he was kicked out of the team as the game's director about six months before release. Uh, and he goes on to say some pretty incendiary things, uh, saying, I think it's wrong of Square Enix not to value games and game fans. Like, he just straight up accuses them of not giving a damn about the quality of their games, about their audience. Uh, and he said there were two reasons he thinks he was removed as the game's director. Uh, he said, and these uh, translations, by the way, all come from Cheesemeister3k on Twitter. 
Uh, first, when a YouTuber's arranged piano performance of the game music was released in a promotion instead of the original game track, turning the composer into a ghostwriter, I insisted that the original track be released, and this caused trouble. Second, according to court documents, Naoto Oshima told producer Noriyoshi Fujimoto that, the that Square Enix's relationship with Arzest was ruined due to comments I made wanting to improve the game in the face of Arzest, who was a uh, co-developer in the game, submitting the game without fixing bugs. So there's a lot to unpack here. But Derek, I want to start with you, because I know you have some particular thoughts on this. Uh, your friend and our shared friend and former TNT guest, The Golden Bolt, did a deep dive on Yuji Naka uh, well, that you told just, me about. Not just, not just Yuji Naka, but it basically okay. looking at the state of Sega from basically the end of Dreamcast to the, the okay. beginnings of them as a third party and uh, how it all kind of broke down. And Yuji Naka, when he was in control of Sega... Uh, you know, uh, Kevin Goldenbolt did not go into it uh, too too deeply. By the way, um, uh, the live audience is paused at the moment. Steve. Oh, I'm sorry. Rotated. Things things um, that happen. <clears throat> so when he was you know pre running Sega, uh, he actively did things to kind of screw them over. <laughs> like mm -hmm. he did he did not he would not care. He would uh, cut into people's ideas and just, he was just, I don't know. He was just seemed like a nightmare. Like he would do uh, mm -hmm. interviews where he talked more about his fancy sports cars than the game itself. Jeez. And it is a fascinating video. Um, and it, it just seems like everything, uh, uh, he just actively did not care about things and he is as as Fon 54 Yuji Naka is a definitely a pity person from what I've heard he right. is absolutely this has always been his thing because the guys that were working on um what was it the this this the Saturn game Sonic uh oh Sonic Jam yeah no yeah. that Sonic oh, no, Jam was when it came out sorry Sonic Extreme yeah yes they were trying to get the code that they were developing on Sonic to you know that was eventually used for Dreamcast that they had used for Knights you know the the you know Knights was great, looked great, did great. He refused to give the American team the code to help them develop right. on the Saturn, which I led to that. the cancellation of a Sonic game on the Saturn. Which having no real Sonic game on the Saturn probably led to the death of the Saturn. Yuji Naka is not great. Yeah, I I wonder if this this is a, a situation where it could be a little bit of both. Like obviously oh, the it's history, a little bit of both. Yeah, like I don't doubt that that Yuji Naka is problematic in terms of his ego and i've heard kind of the same thing uh, over the years but i wonder if it's if it's that and square booted him six months before it came out and he actually did know that it was uh, that it was unfinished oh, and it sure it was unfinished oh it definitely was but here's the other thing even if he had the time to finish it look at the base of that game do you yeah. really <laughs> think it, another six months of him as director would have fixed that thing probably there are not. core issues no. with that game yeah, starting with Balan's design itself, and, and I, I do want to point this out. I don't know why, but when I was making the thumb and I was looking for a PNG of Balan, uh, I was the one I grabbed was from a website called Sexypedia. I don't know in what world Balan is considered sexy. If that's your jam, no judgment here, but I don't get it. What's sexy about Balan? I don't... What? Huh? I mean, the internet's going to find a way to make anything <laughs> sexy. That's looking true, at you, that's internet. true. Where's... where's... Uh, 
<laughs> Where's our fan? No, I don't right. want <laughs> So, please, yeah, please I just Google image searched Balan, and, and the one I grabbed of the official art uh, that was a PNG form was from Sexypedia. I don't get it. Uh, Steve, what are your thoughts on this, man? Man, so um, I think, and I've said this before, I said it during the preview slash media cycle for Balan Wonder World. <laughs> I never World, remember. World, yes. Okay, I got it. Uh -huh. I got it. I Wonder World, yeah. Terrible <laughs> name. Terrible it name. Is. But is. Uh, I and I've said this before. I think Yuji Naka is a brilliant programmer that shouldn't be allowed to direct video games. Yes. Like the <laughs> right. man can work like amazing, amazing feats with code, but he is not uh the type of person I would want helming a project. Like have him have him do some some miracles with with your programming but i think they just kind of i i don't know like sonic became this huge thing but you know he's often credited as the uh as the creator of sonic and he didn't create sonic he didn't make the character sonic right naoto oshima right. designed the character sega of america had a whole shitload of input on sonic's look and feel and he just somehow lucked into being, like, the face of the franchise, like, the person. And so they started having him handle the games top to bottom. But he just programmed Sonic 1. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, yeah, sure, make them. <laughs> you know? And, and once yeah. he started making 3D games, people started to realize, like, oh, we might have made a mistake. But um, <laughs> if you have never read it, uh, what's his name? Console Wars is a fantastic book to uh, read yeah. about just how toxic... Uh, most of the folks at Sega of Japan were and their relationship with Sega of America and how incredibly oh. mind-numbingly frustrating it must have been to work with them at that point in they time. They screwed over Sega of America so many times and Sega of America were the ones making, what, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, the ones everybody loves? Right. Yeah, and, and here's the worst part. If you, if you want to know what kind of a person Yuji Naka can be, like, he at some point realized that Sega of America was kicking Sega of Japan's ass. And he's like, I'm going to just go move to San Francisco and work for Sega of America. He's <laughs> right. like, that's that's where the credits is. That's where the credit is. Also, later, I will absolutely screw them over. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I would say my my big thing is I don't think that Yuji Naka has a future left in the industry. I don't know that he needs one either, though, because the man has to have made... I. I don't pretend to understand like the that tier of the game industry. Like obviously folks like Shigeru Miyamoto, Eiji Aonuma, I'm sure they're fine. I'm sure by my standards I would consider them to be extremely wealthy. But I don't know how like your your uh, kind of mid-tier in terms of fame developers or or uh producers go. Like I don't know if Yuji Naka's rich. I wonder if he is. I mean, he but, he had his executive money for a while when he was running Sega, so he probably had decent amount of money. He was talking about sports cars. Right. Part of me has right. to believe that he's fine and that he probably yeah. doesn't need to work more than he wants to. And so, I mean, I don't believe that he deserves to be marched out, you know, and, and oh, never no. work again. But at like, the same I time, am, I am not saying Square Enix is completely innocent at all. This. Right. right. That's not what that's all. that's the point I want to make is I think there's two sides to this. And sure. I'm, I'm going to to comment on current affairs. I'm going to say that this is probably like the closest the games industry will get to like the whole Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing where both people are terrible on both sides of it and there's no right side to back like you're probably like Yuji Naka did some shit that 
you probably shouldn't do. Square Enix probably did a whole bunch of things you shouldn't do also. And combined yeah. together, they just made this awful Voltron that turned out a terrible game. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's kind of interesting how you were saying earlier how Yuji Naka has somehow come to be kind of credited as the, the father of Sonic or the creator of Sonic, which when in fact that's not true. And that reminds me so much, and I'm here's the mega mention of the day or the week, Runzi and Mega Man. Keiji Inafune is widely mm -hmm. credited as the father of Mega Man, and that's not actually true. Uh, Akita, or sorry, uh, I think it's Akira Kitamura was the one who actually designed the pixel art based on Mega Man, and then Inafune refined that pixel art into you know an art design essentially but it's, it's it's interesting how just people run with facts and that just becomes truth over time even though that's not necessarily accurate well it's one of those things that i kind of love too because these guys get high on their own supply over the years and then they and then the time comes where they have to make something brand new from the ground up and they're like i didn't do it in the first place mm -hmm. look yeah. at beck yep <laughs> he's great <sighs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed. Uh, as as to be fair, I don't want to paint Inafune in a negative light. Well, I mean, there is Mighty Number no. Nine, and that's its own thing. But one one two in our live audience chat does point out that Inafune continuously de debunks the claim and tries to give proper credit to Kitamura. So he does at least do his own part. I I will say Yujinaka doesn't do that. Right. He, he oh, and I were mutuals does. on Mitomo yeah. back when that was a thing, and his screen name, no joke, was Sonic Papa. Oh God, Whoa. that's so gross. Yuji Naka is definitely a guy who buys his own hype. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Him and him and uh, Kojima. He's like he's like dollar store Hideo Kojima, basically. Right. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I agree with both of you. I think that there's definitely a bit of a both sides thing here. I think you know, I think everything that we have heard about Naka is absolutely true. But I agree with you, Steve. I think Square Enix probably didn't handle everything perfectly themselves either. Uh, at the end of the day. The, the the only people who lose are really those of us who or people who were hoping Fallon Wonder World could turn into a really cool 3D action platformer. That didn't happen, uh, as we know in hindsight. One, one button 3D platformer in oh. 2021. Yeah, that's not no. I, I don't care if how many months he had. That was never going to work. Right, but I still I still will contend that the uh, Chapter Four music in Balan Wonder World is one of the best video game tracks from that year, from 2021. I mean, I, I worry cool. about the fact that you played far enough to hear it. That's oh, four totally did. I, chapters. Remember, well, remember, I was like, I was kind of, even though obviously it was crap, I was kind of uh, fascinated by the Saturn-like quality of the visuals and the overall aesthetic because I miss the Saturn so much, and we don't get Saturn-esque games anymore. So there is that element that kind of intrigued me. But yeah, the game doesn't get better. It's crap from beginning to end. But uh, hey, good soundtrack. If you want to watch a review of Balan Wonderworld, just watch Donkey's video on it. Cause oh, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, one in our live audience chat asks if I got the Balan costume for the kids. No, I don't know if that means if that you have to 100% the game for that. I wouldn't dare Probably. even attempt. To, I No, I'm not going to put myself through that kind of hell. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Why you get that, but no, not going to happen. Um, yeah, so I think we've probably, probably chatted about this about as much as we can. So I'm going to read out a few more Super Chats, and then we'll get on to our right. other main news story of the day. I shall return. Uh, oh, yes. Steve oh, is up yes. to something. So look, Steve is up to something. It's a surprise, but look forward you to wanna, it. He'll yeah, be back you want to stick around for that. Yeah, yeah. Look forward to this. So 
Uh, first is Adam Bookout with $5. Thank you, Adam. I don't recognize your name. Great to have you here. Uh, hey, guys. First time catching the show live. Love what, love what you all do. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you, Adam. We really appreciate the kind words. We're really happy to have you here and glad you could catch the show live for the first time. Uh, next is $10 from Blazestar25. Thank you so much. I finally beat Final Fantasy IX. Not counting nice. seven. Yeah, hell yeah. FF9's wonderful. Uh, not counting seven remake. I've only played seven, eight, and nine so far, but nine is easily my favorite of the three. Gonna take a break for a while, but what FF should I play next? Six or ten? And my answer to that is six. yes. You literally yeah. cannot go wrong. Um, six and ten are my top two favorite games in the series. They're pretty much tied. So you really can't go wrong. Play FF6, it's awesome. Play FF10, it's awesome. Six Either if you way. want traditional, 10 if you want yeah. a shift in how it's designed. Exactly, exactly. Six is way more traditional, uh, but they're both phenomenal games in my opinion, and you really can't go wrong. So uh, yeah, so Steve, I noticed that you're back, my friend. Oh no, I'm here wrong. we go. I'm here to suffer. For all so Steve is back to to ch try uh, Van Leeuwen's macaroni and cheese ice cream live on camera, suffering uh, for you all. Uh, specifically, craft yeah. macaroni and cheese. <laughs> now, Steve, you mentioned that this is actually available at Walmart, so this yeah. might be the first of a two part thing where you're doing, oh. it, doing it this week, and then I'll do it next week when I've had a chance oh. to get some. Up. Look at the color. Oh, no. It just <laughs> looks like it. Oh, let, let it me, looks like you just froze the macaroni and cheese. Oh, oh god. god! Why? <laughs> oh no! I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Oh, it smells so gross. It smells uh, like cheese, like fake cheese. Why is this a thing? Like, look at that. That Ugh. is just. Ugh. It looks just like it looks upsetting. like upsetting. Mac and cheese mush. It's just so yep. gross. All right, let's see. Let's see. Is it? Oh God. Oh. Oh. Okay. Let's get a nice spoonful there. There you go, YouTube. Oh, oh man. Oh, it fell. <laughs> that's that's the world. To escape. Yeah, that's the universe telling you don't do it. All right, hold on. I'm I'm recovering this. Okay, here we go. I've got it. I'm not gonna tilt it this time. I'm not All that. Right. Oh man, this. I hope uh, you have okay. a glass of water with you, man. I don't. I have like a bottle of Coke, though. I guess. Oh, okay. That's if you're gonna point. eat mac and cheese ice cream, why would you drink something like water? No, good point. Anything, but <laughs> you yeah, obviously right. don't Coke make good better. health decisions. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, the no. person I was expecting. Oh no. No, not. Oh my not God. The business. Oh my God. <laughs> So, how was it? Oh! <laughs> oh! great. I have barfed things that taste better than that. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like... It's not even like mac and cheese. It's like... Stinky feet. Like, it tastes like a foot. <laughs> like a foot. Not like oh. mac and cheese, but a foot. Why would they uh, sell this in a pint? Like, oh, man. Ooh. That is a lot oh. of foot. Oh my that god. Is... Oh. Night. Well, not oh, night, this is flat I'm... coke, and I'm still doing it. I yeah. can't. I mean, it has to taste better. <laughs> All right, I I'm oh. definitely gonna run by a Walmart uh, before next Friday and grab oh, a pint you myself. Fool and you do this. Fool. I'll, oh. I'll, I'll be the one to do it next week, and uh, we'll see how that goes. So, 
to to be clear, spicy pandotter, I don't know what a foot tastes like, but smell and taste are connected, and I certainly know what a foot smells like. Sure. <laughs> like imagine, wow. I, like not just like a clean foot. It really is like a sweaty gym sock. Like it tastes like a sock. Ugh. Well, yeah. uh, on that point, uh, anyway. Date My Iba or Taco My Salad in our live audience patron chat uh, makes a good point. Oh. Somewhat just as alarming. Steve knows what feet tastes like. Do care to comment? I mean, he Steve? was just saying about that how he like he could he smelled feet. Yeah, yeah it, it's just the the linkage between smell and taste. Like it, it feels. I sh- I should ta- say it tastes like what feet smell like. Because <laughs> I've never gotcha. I've certainly gotcha. never been like oh yeah. Time to go uh-huh. to town on some sweaty feet. Oh. Uh, oh, man. Please don't roast me, Kitty Kong. <laughs> I just oh, realized what right. I said. <laughs> um, what you, so what are you going to do with the rest? <laughs> Give it to I don't the know. kids. I, I feel like this is definitely something my kids have to try because they've fed me enough, like, vomit-flavored jelly beans. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> nice. But there's got to be something. Like, I, fe- I feel like this is definitely going to be one of those things that I get. And during some kind of uh, stream, I'll maybe put up like a, like I did oh. with the spicy chicken. If you super oh, chat, you I'll, I'll take a bite of this disgusting no, crap. Play Elden Ring. Every time you die, take a bite. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so glad I already rolled yeah. credits on Elden Ring. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, uh, so to yeah, go back I, to Demon Souls. <laughs> I know, right? I will I, definitely get in on this mac and cheese ice cream action next week to, to oh, see hot. To, yeah. That was we'll painfully that bad. Like, I don't know of a way you could make it good. I, I just... No, I'm sure there's not a way. I fully assume there's not a way. Um, well, thank you for that hugely entertaining detour, Steve. That was, <laughs> I, I was so excited when you told me you were doing this. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. Uh, all right. Let's re- read out a few more Super Chats right. before we move on to our You other, do that. Uh, I'm going to return this to Tartarus, where it came from. <laughs> good idea. <laughs> uh, all right. First is uh, Mighty Ryan with $5. Thank you very much. Asking, would you rather have the ability to fly or the ability to breathe underwater? Fly. It's, fly. I, I love the water. I love swimming. But I don't need to swim super deep in the ocean because the ocean, as we know, is full of horrifying deep sea creatures. Oh, it's terrifying. That I never want to see what's down there. Nope, I'm good. So flying. I'd love to be able to fly. That's easily my answer. And it sounds like it's yours too, right, Derek? Oh, God, yeah. Cool. We'll we'll circle back to this once Steve is back. I'm afraid of heights and I feel like that. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Exactly, yeah. Um. Cool. Well, once Steve's back, we'll circle back to this and get his thoughts on Oh, he is back. Okay. So, Steve, really quick, man. Uh, Mighty Ryan asks, uh, would you rather have the ability to fly or the ability to breathe underwater? Fly, 10,000%. I Easily. mean, okay. yeah. they, like, fly. going underwater, you wouldn't be able, like, breathing underwater doesn't mean you can walk or move around very well underwater. So if I want to go to Japan, I'm going to fly there. <laughs> I assu- uh, There's also the assumption that flying comes with some kind of, like, that you could do it really fast. Like, if you could fly at, like, one mile an hour... Then I guess I'd breathe underwater because that would prevent sure, me from sure. dying someday, maybe. But <laughs> I'm I'm presuming you fly like a superhero, in which case, hell yeah, I could fly to your house. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So we're all all firmly on team fly. Okay. Next up is uh, Lethargic Legumes. I love that name. That is a with great nine dollars and ninety nine cents. Hey guys, uh, yet another fan here who's watched you all since the Smash Four discussion days on GX. Love to see the growth of the channel. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you, Lethargic Legumes. We're 
honored to have you here watching the show. Thank you for your generosity, for the donation, and for the compliments. You mm -hmm. rock. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Sakari Saukonen. Sakari Saukonen with uh, five euros. Well, yeah, five euros, essentially. I love mm -hmm. you guys. Please tell me all the Finnish gaming companies you know. Love from Finland. Well, first of all, oh, my God, all the way from yeah. Finland. Thank yeah. you so much for watching us from, uh, from all over from the other side of the world. I am I, I'm ashamed to admit I'm that, that I don't know I, do not I know. only know two. I know two off the top of my head. Okay, let's see here. Remedy from Max Payne and Housemark from Returnal. They're yeah. Finnish. Oh, okay. Also, looks like uh, Romeo, realize... who did oh, Angry Birds. Okay. Supercell. What did Supercell make? Wait, wasn't it Finnish? Was I, did I get this wrong? Was I it Finland? Is Housemark Finnish? That's what I saw when I looked it up. Oh, I, I just saw somebody say, isn't Remedy... F oh, never mind. They are they were speaking in real time. I thought they were trying to correct me. And I was like, oh, wait. Oh, okay. It's all, it's all, yeah. it's about the lack of context. So I didn't, I was not previously aware or hadn't memorized that Housemark is finished. But yeah, I mean, certainly Housemark, they're amazing and I know them. Uh, I can't, Remedy as well. I, I'm familiar with Remedy. Uh, beyond that, though, I'm looking down this list. I don't think I know any others. Yeah, there's those, a, are, those a... are the only two that I know. Oh, there we go. Supercell. Uh, Dat mm. Alpha Lion in chat, which I think they're like a big mobile game. Yeah, okay. they are. Uh, there is one uh, studio here called Stupid Stupid Games, which, okay. I, that's okay. Well, that's a, it's a name. All right. <laughs> that is a name. Uh, Fat Lemon Entertainment. Oh. I don't even know. Frozen Bite, uh, they made Trine. I only played the first oh, Trine, but I loved okay. it. Gotcha. Oh, I need to play those. I remember that was one of those games I picked up because I was like, Nintendo has an HD console, and I played Trine 2 or 3. Enjoyed it. Right. Yeah, I, I played Trine with friends. It was, it was a lot of fun. I played a little bit of Trine 1. I don't. I never went back to it for whatever reason, but yeah. Uh, thank you, Sakari, for the donation. All the way from over in Finland. Wow, thank you. Uh, next up is $5 from Wape Mulinga. So, um, did you guys hear about Nintendo showing their dark side with the latest lawsuit? Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, we we did. It's kind of gross. Uh, we do have a Nintendo-related news story to talk about today, but it isn't that one. It's kind of bad vibes. But yes, unfortunately, we did hear about that. Uh, and then Scare the Dragon is back with $2. Thank you very much to you, Moape, as well, by the way. And thank you, Scare, uh, with a classic matchup. Rouge the Bat from Sonic versus Catwoman from Batman. I, it's probably Catwoman, right? Catwoman. Yeah, because I feel yeah. I feel like Catwoman can fight somewhat evenly with Batman, and Batman yeah. would wreck Rouge the Bat. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Rouge is is an, is an amazing thief, but I don't think she can really fight that well. Whereas Catwoman can do both. So yeah, yeah. I think it's going to have to be Rouge. Uh, thank you, Scare, for that uh, for that fun matchup. Okay, so the other thing uh, that we were wanting to talk about today, news wise is that we got a tweet directly from Miyamoto on Nintendo of America's Twitter account, uh, basically telling us that the uh, Illuminations Super Mario Brothers film has been delayed uh, all the way to spring 2023, about a year from now, uh, April 28th in Japan and April 7th in North America. Um, and it, it is interesting because, as you were saying, Steve, this is a very Japanese way of speaking, but to us Westerners, it's very awkward to see, this is Miyamoto. <laughs> After consulting with Chris Sun, my partner at Illumination on the Super Mario Brothers film, blah, blah, blah. But he basically says, my deepest apologies, but I promise it will be well worth the wait. Now, one take I've been seeing around that I don't agree with is that 
they did this in response to Sonic 2 because they're worried. They're afraid no. of what Sonic 2. That it was, they don't care. They're, they don't care. The, the Mario movie is going to do well no matter how great the Sonic movies are. And it's because it's Mario. I mean, yeah, so it doesn't matter. Um, are you guys bummed out about this at all? Do you? Nope. How do you feel? Are, yeah, I'm I, not. I feel nothing because we've got nothing. There's yeah. nothing to go off of except a cast list. Yeah. Until now, there I get is, a trailer, yeah. I don't care. I care more about Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. The Spider-Verse. Oh, hell that yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Um, now, there is a plot synopsis going around on 4chan, I believe, that we're not going to get into because if it does turn out to be real, that would be spoilers for the whole movie. But there are certain plot points in that synopsis that have been corroborated now seemingly by multiple people. It could just be one person from different mm. accounts. We don't know yet. But there is a, if you're curious uh, about a plot synopsis this, that has not been disproven yet, you can find it out there. We're not going to link it here. Uh, you know, and be careful. It's 4chan. So, you know, take all the usual precautions. <laughs> take um, a fistful of salt. Maybe wash your eyes out. Yeah, exactly. Clear your browser history. Call your mom. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's really, there's not too much to say about that. I guess we'll just, you know, knock, knock a, go down the line really here quick. Uh, Naoki Yoshida announced this week that Final Fantasy 16 is in the final stages of development, which is weird considering just how little we've seen of it. But I mean, that's that just means... his, I feel like that just has M.O. where right. it's just like, hey, I'm not going to show until it's ready. Right. Yeah. And I'm certainly looking forward to seeing more of that, uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. Uh, and also this, this is one that I threw in there for both you and me, Steve, because I know you love Mega Man Battle Network just like I do. And this is the coolest thing. So Mega Man, there, there is a hugely active online community, if you're not aware, uh, for Mega Man Battle Network 6 uh, PvP. And Battle Network 6 now has fan-made rollback netcode and that supports so match replays. And lest you forget, this was a Game Boy Advance game, y'all. This never had online. It was a GBA game, and fans have somehow engineered rollback and, and replay functionality into the game and i just think there's not much to say about it it's just really damn cool yeah agreed like that's just so neat to me um but yeah so that's really uh most of the big news for the week and uh you know as you know we don't focus on news quite as much as we uh you know did in tnt so we're pretty much done with that for now uh but we do have a few more super chats and then we'll get to our patron submitted topics as always wow a bunch of Got a bunch of come in. Thank you all yeah, so much. So first is Chan John Nguyen with $4.99. Thank you. Naka's underlings mutinied, and he admitted Square HR had to remove him. This and his well-established pettiness slash ego speak more of him and less Square Enix. And yeah, I think that's kind of where we all landed on that. Uh, even if Square mishandled certain elements, it, you know, certainly... I think I missed that they mutinied. <laughs> yeah, I missed yeah, that Yeah, I hadn't too. heard about that personally, but yeah, I... Uh... Yeah, I think we pretty much landed the, the same place you did with that, uh, Chan, but thank you very much. Next up, Purity Chalice with $4.99. Ash, have you seen the new trailer for Sailor Moon Cosmos the movie? It dropped yesterday and it covers the star's art. My emotions are screaming. Yes, in fact, I did. I have not seen the movie uh, that, that covers season four yet. I still need to do that, but all the feels, man. It, it's I got on goose- Netflix. Yeah, I know. I, I, it is, and I just need to go watch it. Uh, my wife and I both do because we we both love Sailor Moon. But uh, yes, I have seen it, Purity Chalice, and it gave me all the goosebumps. I can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Sailor Moon Crystal in general was so good. Uh, I only watched the first season, but that was a rough. Se- that was a rough first season. I will say that. I, I liked it, but I, but I will say it gets better with with time in seasons two and three. I would I would agree with that. Right. You'll you'll be excited about this, uh, Ash. Uh, 
Amy is finally going to watch uh, Sailor Moon herself. We're going to start tonight. Oh, nice. Ooh, nice. Watch a little bit at a time. So she'll be watching the first episode tonight. The OG of the, or of the original. Man, you're, you're in for best. a journey just because my wife and I did watch all 200 episodes and we had a blast, but it took us over a year. Uh, but it was fun, of course. It, you know, mm. Sailor Moon's great. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm sure. I'm surprised she hasn't seen it yet. That seems like it would be right up it, her alley. It does, but she just never got the chance. So we're sure. going to be fixing that. I've never seen the whole thing through, so it'll be new for me. Nice. Uh, all right. Next is J 723 with $5. Thank you. People find the Onceler, Onceler from the Lorax sexy. So it doesn't surprise Onceler. Okay, I haven't seen the Lorax. What the hell is the Onceler? Uh, people find the Onceler from the Lorax sexy. So it doesn't surprise me people consider Balan sexy. I okay. So I need to know what the Onceler looks like. Hang on. Well, the Onceler was just a hand in the At original least... book, but they gave him a face for the movie. At so... least it's a human, though. Yeah. yeah. This is. I mean, I can see why. Like. Yeah. This is. I mean, the Onceler was surprising to me. That's nobody's Balan. thought about the Onceler in for, forever. As far as I can tell. Right. I mean, you know. But hey, you know, it takes all types. No kink shaming here. If you find balance sexy, I don't get it. We don't get it. But if it works for you, go for it, man. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, next is Tommy Dianoff's archive. It's five Canadian dollars. Balan Wonderworld makes ukulele look like a masterpiece by comparison. The actions aren't bound to one button on the controller. That is so true. And I maintain that after all of its patches, after all the post-launch work uh, Platonic did on it, ukulele ended up good not great not terrible just good and way better than, than it was at launch that's just how i feel about it but uh all right let's go ahead and cut things off uh there for now and move on to our patron submitted topics so uh in case you forgot every week uh, we put out the call for patrons at the producer tier and above to suggest topics for us to discuss right here on each week's gbg cast and uh derek why don't we start with you today man all right um, I picked the uh, one from Charlie Bird here who says, what's been your favorite videos, f video game song from the past year or two? And Ooh. I forget when this game came out, but it's been stuck in my head ever since I first heard it um, and played it. And I, I still listen to it on occasionally just to, the, I don't know, have fun with it. Uh, I love, love, love Devil Trigger from Devil May Cry 5. Oh, that's a great one. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, God. That song is stuck in my head. From the moment I first heard it in the game for that intro, and whenever it comes up, oh god, I love it! It makes it makes me want to replay Devil May Cry every time I hear it. Um, mm -hmm. Oh god, I, I love it so much. I think it's probably been more than two years, but I'm gonna fudge it because you know we got the, the definitive edition or whatever. But man, so good. <laughs> god, yeah, that's that's a great one. Um, it's funny. I you know we we I was kind of mentioned it earlier. This isn't necessarily my favorite, but I gotta say it. It's up there. Again, chapter four from Balan Wonderworld. It really is that good. The, the music is actually, it, again, I, question, I, I mean, you got to listen to it later. Sonic always it, has good music, but yeah, yeah. I, I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. No, you should check it out for sure. It reminds me so much of Klonoa. Like it's, it is absolutely, it's got that Klonoa feel to it. And I, it's a really great song. I know the game's terrible, but that song is really good. <laughs> um, I'm still thinking of what mine might be. Steve, do you have an, uh, have a, an answer for us, man? Um, so mine, and, and this time is a thief and I can't believe that I'm referencing a song that is five years old, uh, but break free from super Mario odyssey, which is for those of you that don't oh, know the yeah. song that plays in the very final sequence. I, I won't spoil things even though it's half a decade old, <laughs> but 
in the, in oh, the I think end it's from sequence. the last two years, right? Is that the question? I can't think of a song Fair. <laughs> in the last yeah. two years. <laughs> I just, that's why I said I'm cheating. I fudged uh, it too, so it's fine. I don't yeah. know. I forget when DMC5 came out. Uh, yeah, that's the funny yeah. thing. DMC5 is probably three years old, so it's closer for sure. Because I think we played it at so, E3 yeah. 2019 at a really terrible party that we all went to, I think. Uh-huh. I know, I know, I was there with at least Ash. I'm pretty sure you were there too, Derek. Like we went to I play DMC Five, so. and I it was don't remember that. Our one of our good friends at Capcom, who who now works at Nintendo, uh, helped us get into the party, and we expected something really cool. Like because E3 parties are always super cool, and this was like objectively one of the worst E3 parties I'd ever been to. Like we went yeah. in, and they were like, okay. There's two stations to play the game total, and one's in the VIP. There's no food and nothing to drink. <laughs> like, it was yeah. such wow. a weird, like, they rented out a venue to basically sell us really expensive alcohol mm-hmm. and and let us play DMC for a total of five or ten minutes. Actually, Derek, I'm like 90% you were there, because I think you I played DMC at that. Not there. I do not remember this. <laughs> really? Because Ash, Ash and I were complaining about the fact, because we were both super hungry. <laughs> I kind of remember this. I don't, and I bought a this? drink out of, like, obligation, and it was, like, $23. Oh, it was, God, it was I, terrifying. I guess but... I must have, like, blocked this out of my mind, because I uh, I don't remember it. Oh, I man. I remember. I'm going to, yeah. one of these days, I'll have to catch up with our mutual friend at Capcom. I don't like naming names sure. just in case people Google people, but I'm sure you know right. who I'm referring to. Right. At least right. Ash does for sure. But um, yes, yes. Yeah, it was like a DMC five party at E3 2019 and it was awful. <laughs> but uh, either <laughs> oh, way, I, yes, I do remember that. Yes, it was yes. awful. You're right. Yep. Yep. It was really unfortunate. Um, <laughs> OK, so I've got a couple. Of, I mean, you know me, I'm the video game music guy, so I can't focus on just one. But in terms of just the past two years, pick your track from Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Uh, mm. Northeast Frost Street, Metro on Ice, uh, the Everbake Host theme, a trip to Alavel Mall. I mean, pick your track. That's true. Kirby has lands. a really good soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so all, any of those could be considered a favorite from the past two years. But uh, also, I love uh, in particular one of the boss themes from Bravely Default 2. And I couldn't find a track list uh, or the track name, but there are like three or four different asterisk battle themes. And there's one I'm thinking of. Uh, that I really love, but I don't know the name of it. It goes, it kind of goes, so if you played it, you know what I'm talking about, but it's a really cool boss theme. Uh, and so that is my answer for that topic. Thank you very much. Uh, that was from Charlie Bird. Thank you. Nice. All right, Steve, you want to lay your topic on us, man? Mine is extremely on brand. It comes from Waffle King and it's just how many chicken nuggets can you eat in one sitting? And I (laughs) I picked this. Because I actually know my actual number, which is deeply unfortunate. Wow. It is 26. Wow. I can eat, huh. like, if we're talking McDonald's McNuggets, which I think is, like, the standard bearer for the size of a chicken nugget. Okay, fair enough. Okay. So I know this because I ordered 40 McNuggets because, oh well, it was me, a friend, and both of my daughters. And I was like, 10 per person. Easy. Mm-hmm. And like nobody ate there, <laughs> and so I was oh, like, "Well, really? I'm not letting these go to waste." And there was something like 28 or 30 nuggets, and 
No, it was 28 nuggets, and I tapped out when there were two left. I was like, oh, God, I'm I'm going to die. <laughs> so uh, there you go, Waffle King. 26 nuggets. I, I would... I'm not. I'm neither proud nor upset by this number. Right. I. Oh, God. Depends how hungry I was. Like, were you on a full? Were you on an empty stomach, or did you eat other things along with that? Uh. Well, I had a. So I only ate the nuggets, but I did have like a bucket of soda with me. So I drank like right. a really huge uh, Coke at the same uh-huh. time. I feel like I could maybe probably comfortably eat about 16 or so i'd probably start getting sick around the 20 mark yeah i i pushed past (laughs) because i I don't know i was like oh there's so few left i can do it and then which is an objectively bad idea by the way like if you see food and you're full and you eat it anyway don't do that it's you never (laughs) you never will be in a position where you're like wow i'm glad i ate that the the kid from the cake scene in matilda (laughs) (laughs) all right Um, I don't know for sure, of course, but I want to say about 20, like I've, I've, it's been a long time since I've had McDonald's, but once upon a time I could polish off a 20 piece chicken McNuggets, you know, by myself, not necessarily with fries and everything, but just the McNuggets. I'm going to say 20. I could probably fit a few more if I really wanted to, but I think comfortably I could handle 20 chicken McNuggets in one sitting. So that's, that's just a rough estimate but steve i knew you were gonna pick this man oh of course of course (laughs) i had to also also i haven't seen waffle king in the chat for a while so i really wanted to to call out waffle kings uh right right cool cool Mm. uh all right well my topic this week comes from lauren bond uh who asks have you ever gone through a slump where you were finding it hard to motivate yourself to play games and if so what game got you out of that slump and yeah i've totally been through that um multiple times uh that i'd certainly remember going through that maybe when i was around 16 or 17 weirdly enough i just didn't feel like playing games for almost i want to say like four or five months which is so unusual for me and i just i don't know i just didn't i wasn't feeling it and uh you know as you all know i do struggle with depression and i there's definitely a a parallel there that like when i get in when my depression really flares up i don't feel like doing anything including my hobbies including playing video games so there's less of a game that gets me out of the slumps and more it's just kind of tied to my mood if i'm if i'm having a depression spike i kind of still feel like playing or doing anything and i just kind of have to wait for it to subside and and wait for my depression to kind of subside and then i feel like getting into it again um but i've never had a longer slump than that one i just mentioned when i was around 17 where god i want to say it was almost half a year that i didn't play I, i hardly played any games but that's never happened since Usually I'll just, you know, go a few days without feeling like playing much when I'm really depressed, something like that. So, yeah, that's my answer. But, yeah, no specific game ever really does that for me. What about you guys? I went through a slump in 2007. Uh, Okay. And I remember it very vividly because at the time, uh, and and to just date myself and how old I was then, I was (laughs) 25 years old. God. But, man. um, yeah, that's awful. But uh, like the iPhone came out when I was 25. I just want everyone in the audience to process the fact that a 25 year old man existed and talks about games on the internet for a living when the iPhone came out. <laughs> Some of you weren't even <laughs> uh-huh. alive when. The oh iPhone man! Came out. But um, I was. I I had convinced myself. I was starting to feel that I had outgrown my hobby. That I was tired of video games in general. 
and that I just because I, I, I had picked up games and I was playing them, but I just wasn't enjoying them. And I would pick them up, start them, put them down, and stop. And I started to think to myself, like, maybe the Wii was, like, my last console. Maybe I've outgrown my love of video games. Because at this point in my life, I was on a career path rather than just having a job. And I was starting to, you know, think about buying a house, having a kid. All the stuff you do when you start to get closer to 30 than 20. And uh, then, and I was part of a Nintendo email chain. Uh, that consisted of a lot of people that worked at Apple and other tech companies. And we would talk about games, and I had kind of slowly divorced myself from that group even, just because I didn't have anything to say. And then I played Super Mario Odyssey. And... Nice. Or, I'm sorry, Galaxy. Yeah, <laughs> I played no, Super man. Mario okay. Odyssey in Odyssey 2007. A I'm a time yeah, traveler. Like, I had a feeling. No, yeah, Galaxy. So I played Galaxy, and it just reminded me of every single damn thing I love about video games. Like... Mm -hmm. I was so incredibly joyous playing that game. And I remembered, like, I love video games because they, in their purest form, they're just so fun. Like, it is it is yeah. enrapturing to play a good video game. And ever since then, I've really never had a slump, like you said, Ash, that lasted more than a couple days. Because I always remember, I'm like, there's so many games I haven't played and so many cool things I could discover if I just looked around. I, I've even found fun in games that I thought I'd hate, like Elden Ring. So I, I always remind myself now that this is just such a versatile, like, broad medium. There's no way you can just write off games as a whole. It's like the same... It's like the people that say, like, all anime is hentai. You can't just write off video <laughs> games. Like, you're you're yeah. just... You're painting with too broad a brush. But yeah, 2007 was a little rough. But thanks, Miyamoto. It. <laughs> this is Miyamoto. Here's your depression cure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I've been By trying the... to think. I just okay. have to point out real quick, because we didn't talk about it, and I can't believe we all let this opportunity slide, especially when there's two dads on the panel. How did he not think to start with that tweet with, it's a Miyamoto? I just... Oh, that's oh. true. Uh, <laughs> yep. That's true. I'm sorry! All right. <laughs> what about what about you, uh, Derek? I've been trying to think. Like if I ever had a slump like that, because I've you know I've had moments where I've not been able to play games because I'm so busy, but it's not for a lack of not wanting to play, you know. It's for I just can't get to them. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I've ever had a slump. I've always just enjoyed it, and it's been my uh, my escapism, my way to just enjoy myself, enjoy a story, um, lift a mood, whatever, just have a good time. I I really am drawing a blank if there was any any, any time I was just like mm, I don't feel like it. Like I might choose like a movie or a book over a game at some point, but it's not like a slump. It's like no, I'll just get to the next day. I just feel like seeing this this time. Derek's entire yeah. life has been true gamer hours. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's something I do nothing but work on like game related stuff. But I'm like, how am I going to spend my free time? I'm mm. going to game. <laughs> and, yeah, and I couldn't tell you what led to like my extended hiatus like you know back when I was late teen I it maybe it was like maybe in my early 20s maybe it wasn't you know in 17 or 18 but it wasn't something that I decided to do it wasn't something where I like specifically didn't want to play games it just kind of naturally happened and I just kind of just wasn't feeling it I couldn't tell you what led to it or why uh fortunately that hasn't happened since uh, you know I, I have a few days here and there but uh, no, I mean, I'm going to be playing video games. I'll have a controller in my hand to the day I die. So 
Uh, thankfully, that was only a one-time thing. But uh, Lauren, thank you so much for your question. That was yeah. uh, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, all right. Well, we are almost at the end of the show, but we do have a few more Super Chats to read out. So we have three from Claxon. Wow. Claxon, thank you so much. First for $20, second for $20, and the third for, for $5. So $45 total. Thank you for your generosity. Yeah. This is a bit of a story. So Ash's Lift story somehow tops my eBay one. Dude pushes for a good review before sending me my Pokemon Soul Silver cart, which turned out to be counterfeit. When I asked for a return, he repeatedly denies it until I mentioned the Pokemon Company International. Then he refunds me, but tells me to ship it back to him in China, although the address it came from was in New Jersey. Then when I say I'm not shipping to China, he gets upset, tells me to do whatever with the game, uh, then tells me to leave him a good review. I destroyed the cart as it didn't have any cool electronics I could easily use for other things. That is quite the story. Wow. I might agree that, that my list story tops that one, but not that not by that much. That's a pretty wild story, it's and I'm sorry. Had, yeah, that's how ridiculous. I'm sorry you had to deal with that guy on eBay. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Claxon, for the three Super Chats. Uh, next is RecPCQ with $5. I came in just in time to see Steve eat the ice cream. He came in at the right time, man. That's that right. The perfect moment yeah. to arrive. Yep. My, he was summoned by my suffering. Yep. <laughs> you know what it might have saved it? If you had some whipped cream. <laughs> or maybe I some sh- hot fudge. Oh, there man. That would be like a stream goal. I would make, you know what? If we could clear like a. Oh, I shouldn't do it. <laughs> I, shouldn't. No. I was right. going to say, like, right. I would make a Sunday out of that shit. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Like, I'll make, a, make a banana. Uh, what is it? It's been so long since I've had one. The banana. A banana split? Split, yeah, there you go. Banana split with uh, the three gross flavors. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Add hot sauce. I yeah. See, I was going more with what Adam O'Sullivan was suggesting. Like, maybe I would I would make a sundae out of it, but I'd use, like, nacho cheese instead of hot sauce. Or instead uh, of instead of uh, fudge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Butter instead of whipped cream. Uh, it would. I'm telling you that number would have to be really high. I'm not going to name a number because I know how wonderful right. and terrible y'all are <laughs> right uh by the way derek i haven't been able to compliment you yet i, I keep forgetting but uh your hair your haircut man looks great you've been getting a lot of love about your haircut in yeah the chats, i saw that course. i i, but, I uh, got it before the the wedding and i haven't appeared on camera in a while and nice i, I had to do the uh the follow-up ad and i just used b-roll for it so i couldn't even show the new <laughs> haircut there oh the jeez yeah, I need to. It's past time for a haircut for me, as you can tell. I'm starting to do the Leon Kennedy center part thing. It's just get. It's getting a little long. It's time. I got to do that. Maybe. Maybe this weekend, next week. Um, but uh, thank you, Rec BCQ. Next is Purity Chalice uh, again with one dollar ninety nine cents, asking Ash, "Have you listened to the Sam Dillard albums?" I have not. Uh, I'm sad to say I don't know who Sam Dillard is. So no. I will write that name or type that name down to check out later. I'm guessing maybe they do like covers of video game music. Speaking maybe. of, randomly, uh, there is a YouTube channel named Met that I'm sure our community, uh, that our community member one one two is familiar with, and they do. I'm not usually a big fan of guitar covers of video game music. Like they all, a lot of them sound samey to me. But this guy does playthroughs of all of every Mega Man game as though he's as though the soundtrack is replaced by his own guitar covers, and he is so so good because he doesn't like shred all over the place he's not trying to show off he plays very accurately and faithfully to the Mm. actual soundtracks and he's Mm. really good so if you like Mega Man music you should definitely check him out on YouTube Met is his name really good stuff 
Nice. Uh, Wolverail12 with $2. Hey, guys, congrats on 90K subs. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Crazy. We would not be more pleased with our growth right now. We're already closing in on 93K, and it's not going to be that long before we're celebrating 100K. So really exciting times for us. And thank you very much, Wolverail. And we, all of you out there, we cannot thank you enough for your support. Couldn't do it without you. Absolutely. Uh, Seriously. Joe Kelly. $1.99. $1.99. Thank you. I stayed up till 4 a.m. with Elden Ring on a work night. We've all been there. I've done that with Horizon Forbidden West even recently. Yeah. So we've all been there knowing that we should be going to bed, but we just can't put the controller down. I totally get it. Uh, Vedron with $5. Thank you so much. Uh, this is for Steve. I feel sorry for him <laughs> after that flip tape. Also, love the growth, guys. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, I thank felt bad you. for you, too. So bad that I'm going to put myself through the same hell next week. So look forward to that. That was... Oh, no. I, I went in expecting it to be bad. I didn't expect it to be nearly as bad as it truly was. It's it's really? impressively disgusting. Oh. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, not nice, but, you know, nice. Uh, oh, wait. No. What happened? Come on, come back. Okay, next is Derek Clay. A lot of new names this uh, this week. Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody. Derek Clay with $1.99. To each of you, what is your favorite local beer? Oh, man, this is where my lack of knowledge about beer is. Yeah. I drink beer, but I don't Well, really have hello. Oh, yeah, this is Steve's line of work. Steve Bowling has entered the chat. I drink. Anyway, uh-huh. um, so I don't know. I've, I've talked about the fact that I travel, but... Uh, it wasn't always just GX, so I didn't just travel to, like, Nintendo events. Uh, one of my previous jobs, I traveled all over the country uh, very, very frequently. And I make a habit of trying local food and local alcohol anywhere I go. Just because, uh, you know, why would you eat yeah. KFC when you're when you, you can get something that doesn't exist near you? So I, I'm very adventurous with my food and my drink. Um, and there was a uh, steve's tinder profile my name is steve bowling i drink i am purposely not on tinder <laughs> but that's like a post-show topic um but anyway uh i would say in atlanta georgia there is a brewery called sweetwater and they make a blueberry ale and it is so damn good like if you don't like beer you, you still really could good. really really like this it doesn't taste very much like beer at all it tastes mostly like blueberries and it is incredible to the point that i actually went through the trouble of like finding it and occasionally like i'll buy it and have it shipped to my house because it's it's really good to have just as a drink so uh that would be my favorite but i've tried all kinds of different stuff uh from various countries like anytime i've left the country i've made sure to like stop at a local bar and have whatever they brew there uh and i would say that european beer is far better far 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 better than american beer but blueberry ale is is one of my favorite things that sounds really good. I was actually going to say, I'm, I'm the same as you, Steve. Whenever I travel, I, I always go out of my way to eat local food, try local beers. Um, I don't know, I don't remember a lot of the names and stuff, but I totally hear you. But one experience uh, stands out to me in particular. I got to go on a beer tasting tour in Belgium one time Ooh. when I was traveling through Europe. And it was through uh, that that beer tasting thing that I learned about Lambics. And so you talking oh. about blueberry ale reminds me of... I wish I could remember the name of it, but I, it was a, a local brand of Lambics, which is basically like fruit beer. It tastes kind of like soda, but it has alcohol in it. Yeah, it's um, good stuff. Yeah, it's really good stuff. Mm-hmm. So I like Lambics a lot, and that's probably my answer for this. And I agree in general. American beer doesn't hit the same as European beer. Completely I, different. 
I mean, I, as far as going local, I, I'll have to go to my old place because my friends did enjoy it, and it's it's fine. I'm not a beer drinker, but it seemed fine. Uh, Pennsylvania, uh, Yingling. Um, oh, I know Yingling. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's, it's pretty good beer, and I was like trying to figure out like is there anything anything specific? No, but uh, apparently they also like a cousin of Yingling <laughs> actually makes vanilla uh, makes ice cream. Oh, um, Yingling ice cream. And they have like I was like, oh, is that oh, it's gross it's beer flavor, but no, it's actually, um, like sweet Madagascar vanilla. I'm like, oh crap, that actually sounds good. That sounds great. Um, yeah, it does. But if you want the most Pennsylvania thing ever, uh, apparently there's also a Yingling Hershey's chocolate porter. Ooh. I have no idea if that's any Interesting. good. Interesting. You know, I've every time I I they try to people try to sell me on that. Oh, it tastes like chocolate. Oh, it tastes like nah. I I, I keep my dessert no. and my alcohol separate. Never works for me never um it has a pretty good reviews but fair enough i would try but, it i mean i'd try it i just don't think i would expect a lot of it but hey you never know uh, another one that's really consistent for me is height it's a korean beer that is served at every korean barbecue place around here and it's just very consistent not the best beer ever but it's very consistent uh thank you Derek. we really went in on that topic all right uh next is mike hugh <laughs> mike mike huge ass <laughs> uh, Mike Hugest with five Australian dollars. Uh, we do have something to go off of the Mario movie. The writer has only done stuff like Big Mama's House and the Minions movie. Hashtag no faith. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. You lost I'm me at Minions feeling, movie. Yeah. To be I'm not fair. not great about it. I could, I could see, the, and I wanted to comment on this. I, I could see this being a big part of the reason why the movie's delayed. I could see Nintendo not being happy internally with the with some aspect of the film mm -hmm. yeah because because it's very it's very different uh, it's well i should say it's very rare to see a film company delay a movie like they generally are pretty good about their production schedules uh -huh. so i would have to guess that they uh, yeah i saw the <laughs> i know what you're laughing at. yeah <laughs> oh yes. no i cannot <laughs> <laughs> I'm not reading that out. No, nope, nope. I'm not reading that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, oh, I hear. Man. I hear some people find him hard to locate. Anyway, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh man. Well, good night, everybody. Oh, Next up. Yeah, Next moving up, on. Uh, moving on. Uh, we have uh, Rec BCQ is back with five dollars. Also, I just saw that you mentioned Rec that your birthday was on Tuesday. You turned twenty-two. Happy belated yeah, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Uh, yeah, very happy, happy birthday. for you. Uh, I just turned 22 the other day as well, so we're birthday buddies. Um, <laughs> next is uh, Rec BCQ. Uh, random bit of positivity. This is my favorite community on YouTube. It makes me feel welcome, and it's the only Patreon Aww. I subscribe to. Well, thank you so much, Rec. That was the whole point, wasn't it, guys? When we started GBG, the whole point was to build a community where people feel welcome and safe and empowered to be their authentic selves. And I think we have uh, largely succeeded in that endeavor, but it's not just due to us. It's due to the whole community Absolutely. coming together and believing in what we're doing. So thank you, Rec, and we're so happy mm -hmm. to have you here. Uh, next is Zaire Miller with $5. Has anyone seen Bubble on Netflix? It's a parkour anime film with a simple but sweet romance done by Wit Studio. Would highly check it out. Uh, no, I have not, but I that sounds like it's right the, up my alley. I saw the image for it, for it, but I haven't. I think it just came out, so I haven't had a time to look at it at all. Yeah, no, I have not uh, heard of Beats that, but me. it sounds like it's right up my alley. So thank yeah. you for the uh, for the recommendation. 
Uh, next, Meerpat with five dollars. <laughs> Balan is daddy as fuck. Mister Worldwide, twenty twenty two. Sure. What do you say to that? Sure. If, I if if that's if how you feel, then hey, Top Hat's do it for us. you. Yeah, Top Hat's do it for you. Far be it from us to uh, deny that. So fair enough, Meerpat. <laughs> next, Wyatt Montgomery with four dollars and ninety nine cents. Thank you. Watching y'all live for the first time. Finally got a nice office job after working seven Ooh. days a week making Pepperidge Farm goldfish and cookies. Well, that uh. is awesome. Congratulations to you for landing that cozy office job. And uh, thank you for watching us live. We're glad you can be here and hope you can catch future shows. Yeah. yeah. Uh, next, and I apologize if I mess up this name, Shrisok, I think. Shrisok with $9.99. Hey, guys. Steve, I agree with you. Please is better than thank you. Also, I wanted to ask you guys, does Brandon still need someone to play Elden Ring with? All my friends play on PC. So sad. Uh, I don't know. If Brandon's so, around, he can he can comment. I don't know if he does. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, this is, this is a reference to the last episode of GVG Cast, where I okay. proclaimed both of you dead. Um, <laughs> what? Why? That's Why how I opened dead? the episode. I said, Ash and Derek are dead. Let's start oh, talking. Oh, Jesus. Well, thankfully, <laughs> but, that's not true. No, clearly, I'm a liar. But... Uh, Brandon is a terrible Elden Ring friend. Don't try to play games with him. Son of a bitch played with me like half of one time and then never again. I don't think he even has Elden Ring. I think he deleted it and revoked his license. I don't believe it exists anymore. Oh Prove me wrong, Brandon. Play Elden Ring with someone. Anyone. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. It's the, the ball's in your court, Brandon, you, if you want you to play with Shrestock. Hey, you don't actually beat the game for real if you have to do co-op. You have to do it on your own. You have to do it right. on your own wearing only a jar on your head. There you go. I love this. Uh, uh, Brandon, not that one. Uh, Brandon Bovia in our live audience chat says, Brandon was here. Brandon is a loser. And also just Brandon Miracle is weenie, which is even funnier. Is is, is weenie. Okay, sure. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Shrisak. Uh, all right, we're closing in on the end here. Purity Chalice with $1.99. Uh, they make Frank's hot sauce ice cream, Steve. I'm in next the (laughs) same guys, the same company that made, uh, that made the, uh, Mac and cheese ice cream also have a pizza flavored ice cream. Oh man. Nah, geez. All right. Maybe Walmart will have like a different kind of thinking of maybe Walmart will have other flavors of it when I go check. And if so, I'll try something different than Mac and cheese. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yes, Caitlin, uh, it costs the same amount as the mac and cheese, but you can buy it from Walmart is what I've heard. So it's like okay. four bucks. I never go to Walmart, but I will. I hope that they will have it there. We'll, uh, we'll see. Uh, okay, Shrisok is back uh, with $1.99. Thank you. Autocorrect, thank you is better than please. Oh, you're, you're changing uh, your, yeah, your so, position here. So, so to give you some... some uh, to give you some context, which I know our friend Kitty Kong is deeply vehemently against but uh we had a debate on the last episode of gvg cast whether saying please or thank you was more effective sarcastically and i said thank you is more effective sarcastically or or no i'm sorry it was it was if you could only say one or the other you could only say please or only say thank you for the rest of your life and i said thank you works better (laughs) because you can use it it's more versatile i think i'd go with thank you yeah, pe- it's hard. I think I'd go. I think I'd just go with sumimasen because that kind of stands in for both, and you can just kind of use it 
in in any situation that you need to. Ash, that's that is the most California thing I've ever heard oh, I you know. say in your life. Oh, I, I know. Imagine I mean, going to Ohio and being like, "Sue me, Masa," and they'd be like, "Gazuntite." Hey, it got me through. It got me through <laughs> all my Japan trips with a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more knowledge. But uh, no, I guess. I don't know. Adam, thank you. Oh, Adam O'Sullivan, I already replaced please and thank you with cheers and hello and goodbye. Cheers is a good one. I use cheers <laughs> a lot in my emails. That's my sign off in emails. So, yeah. I agree. Cheers. But cheers, I guess cheers between those is, two, it's thank you. Cheers is the aloha of thank yous. Yes. Uh, all right. Rec BCQ is back with two more dollars. I turned 22 on Tuesday. Yes, we were mentioning that. Uh, happy belated birthday. Hope you're having a wonderful week, man. Thank yeah, you. absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, Cheers. Steel, speaking of birthdays, Darksteel01 is here with $38. Oh, my oh God. God. Thank wow, you thank for you. your generosity on your birthday, Darksteel. Uh, hey, guys, just thought that I'd drop by and show more love to the channel. Continue to grow and prosper with not only the channel, but with your personal lives. Peace, love, and good vibes to everyone. Well, thank you thank so freaking much, Darksteel. That is so nice of you. And uh, we will. We, can t we intend to, to do just that. Onward and upward and happy birthday, man. Uh, okay, and then finally, unless there's been another one since then, uh, Purity nope. Chalice is back one more time with $1.99. Shout out to the April babies. Mine was the sixth. Well, happy even more belated birthday, Purity Chalice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A lot of belated birthdays today, but thank you very, very much. And wow, y'all are so generous every single week. That brings us to the end of episode 11 of the GVG cast. Thank you all so much for being here. We love doing this every week with you, and we just could not do everything we do here at GVG without every single one of you. That said, we do have to give a special thanks to all of our patrons at the producer tier and above for helping to make this show happen, because without you, it would not be happening. And you send us those topics every week, so thank you for that. Uh, but we also, as always, have to give a special, extra special thank you to all of our patrons at the executive producer tier and above and those incredible amazing wonderful stupendous folks include brandon bovia cutie caitlin fangs dan and twistle z patty just brian sky blue flames eastman 23 adam o'sullivan richard herrera logan daniel christopher bake the d-pad vesmio waffle king beard j373 critter xd kitty kong facts Angel Martinez, Joshua Hunter, Benny Yao, Azran127, Black King, Hagrima, Geller, Joseph Rutkin, Titus Malvolio, Geeky Griffin, Lucky Wonderfish, Kyle, Top Dog 23100, Young Ben Kenobi, Doug Showmix, Andrew Medeiros, Orum, Brady Power, Becca, Rocks the Cat, Killamox, Eddie B, Kai Ed, Kit Fisto, Kenneth Lee Stingle, Jessica Toad, Deaneth, Michael McCaw, Matthew Wong, Goron Amber, Straight Lace, Justin Matthews, Hooby, Too Much Spaghetti, Mega Conrad, Askeron 809, Reiner, Captain Finlandia, Nathan Steele, Spicy Panda Otter, The Game Orb, Dano the Artist, Super Gamer Dude 101, Grantles, Ravelox, Synchrolord, Rosa Pardo Bowling, Hi, Mom. Sorry I brought shame upon our family by eating mac and cheese ice cream online. Bye, Mom. <laughs> Kane Woolley, Skull Kid Tiger, Darksteel01, happy birthday again, Jason Uloa, Jaden Buck, Phantom Project, Cystic Warrior 29, DJ Jurassic, Super Dank Awesome Unicorn Guy, Dinner Sonic, Darik, Jeff Ed, Nova the Artist, Blaystar25, Stag Nasty, Mumbling Yeti, Cameron Sharp, Screamo Shaman, Mason Riley, Keel, 
Willow Pengree. Yo! That's, I'm serious. It's just yo! <laughs> Hustle Bun. Noah Fitterer. Calvin Atkinson. Ryan's Fault. Brainchild. Pat Pending. Jim Wakelin. Lauren Bond. Sridhar Ayala. Gavin Twaddle. Andy Mine P. Ad. Jughead 870. Alpha Lion. Lord Metarex. Kyle Gamer and Barry Rookie. And last but certainly not least, 16 Nacious. Thank you so much. It seems like that list just gets longer and longer every week. So uh, mm -hmm. thank you all so much. If you want to find out more about how you can get on that list or join our live audience, which you see on screen right now, or join us for the post show, which we're about to go to right now, head on over to patreon.com slash gvgaming. Check out all the tiers we, we offer. Uh, you can support us at various different price points, but even if you can't do that and you can just support here on, support us here on YouTube, that would mean the world. Drop a like, a subscribe. Every little bit truly does help us. Thank you all so much, genuinely, and we will see you next week for GVG Cast episode 12. Good night and good vibes. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.